what makes me glad again is to know and understand that God has them in his arms and he's called them back home. This planet is not where we live. This is only where we have our physical bodies. This is where we survive. And then we go home. We all have a home in heaven and God is there and he is there to receive our our loved ones. And with a little bit of blessing and a little bit of grace, mercy, our God is going to call us home too. And we'll all be back together. In God's timing, it won't be long. Okay. Anything else, Sandy, that you might want to share for our listeners today? I I would just encourage everyone to, to stop what you're doing for a moment, look around and grab up somebody that you love and give them a hug. Merry Christmas from everyone here at Altered Stories. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Altered Stories show listeners, welcome to the Altered Stories show episode 69, Reason for the Season Christmas episode. And for those that are listening for the first time and that don't know me, this is Michelle Saunders Gutch your chief storyteller host and the founder and CEO of Altered Stories Ministry. Thank you for listening to the show. And if you haven't subscribed to it, you need to. Friends, tonight I have a very special treat for you in this episode. I am going to interview four Altered Stories Ministry guests that are going to share what Christmas means to them, their favorite scripture, a Christmas song, and some encouraging words. I'd also like to thank Kadosh Media for sponsoring this episode. Now, it's time to hear a few words about Kadosh Media from Teresa Blaze. Hey, everybody. I got a question for you. Do you have a God-given message burning inside of you? Do you wish that you had a way to just get it out there? Well, you do. With Kadosh Media, we can help you craft a podcast or media or website or whatever you need from concept to launch. We've done it with multiple clients. We've launched multiple podcasts of our own and for other clients. And guess what? We can do it for you. I don't care what others might think. Maybe you don't, you think you don't sound good. Hey, I didn't at first. It's okay. I challenge you to go to kadoshmedia.com, K-A-D-O-S-H, media.com. Grab a time to meet with us. We'll sit down, we'll hear what your idea is, and we'll help you take it from idea to launch. That's kadoshmedia.com, giving the remnant a voice. Now, friends, it's time to get this show started. I am very excited to introduce to you my first guest. My dear friend of over 25 years, the awesome Sandy Williams, Altered Stories Ministry Board Vice President and host of Me Mom Moments. And guess what, y'all? She's from Texas. Friends, she is also going to share her God story on my next episode, too. How are you, Sandy? I'm great, Michelle. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good tonight. So how is uh texas these days and we're really warm today almost 80 degrees it does not feel like christmas yeah i get it it was almost 70 here too in the kansas city area 
So Sandy, is there anything else about yourself you'd like to share? Well, I, I, you know, it's really hard to talk on videos to people. I'm, I'm learning though, I'm getting there. But for our Christmas program, I, want, I guess I wanted to share what Christmas really means to my family. And it's all about Jesus is the reason. I, I love this time of year because I want to get back to letting people know that Christmas is about Christ. It's about his birth. It's about a celebration. And it's about giving. I get so excited every year about giving. And, and, it, and, it, and that doesn't have anything to do with money. It has to do with being able to stop and actually recognize people in your life, even the mailman, the neighbors. I love to take to, to take fudge and divinity and, and little plates of fun stuff to my neighbors. It's all about stopping for a moment and just realizing that Jesus gave us a reason to love on our friends and our family and our neighbors. That's beautiful, Sandy. I noticed that since our listeners tonight aren't seeing this on video, not yet, we hope to be able to do that at some point, but we're not there. They're gonna be listening, but they can't see. What does the pillow say behind you that um, it, it's is It's our above? little red pillow. It's our, it's our start, it's our beginning. Jesus is the reason for the season. We've got an entire season coming up. And I mean, there are other religions that have celebrations right now too. And I love that too. I like to celebrate all kinds of fun things. But I like to, for people to understand that Christmas has Christ. It starts with Christ and it's a celebration of his birthday. And it's just, to me, it's the greatest excuse ever to just go ahead and recognize that we are allowed to give and love and stop what we're doing for a moment, all this working and all the crazy things that people got going on in their lives and just recognize that there was a little tiny baby one time that was born in a manger and it's a miraculous story. Just kind of like altered stories are miraculous stories. We have an, uh, an awesome story to start with. Jesus's birth is a miraculous story. Let's go back and take a look at it and take a look at the reason why we are what we are. We're Christians. And Christians celebrate, we celebrate Christmas. Let's celebrate it well and do it for the right reason. Yes, and I love that. And do you want to share some of your favorite scriptures or if you have even one or two or any songs that really kind of resonate with you, Sandy? Oh, this I, time I love of all year? of the songs. Joy to the World gets me started every time, you know, and in heart the Herald Angels sing. And one of my favorites, though, I guess, is anything that says how great thou art, how great thou art. Our God is our God is so awesome and he is so great. So those those are some of my favorites. One of my favorite scriptures, you have to get back to the story about Jesus and his his birth. You know, in Psalms 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My show, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. That was one of my favorites. That's a beautiful, that is a beautiful scripture, beautiful verse. So thank you for sharing. And now, Sandy, you know, we have listeners all over the world and they come from all different backgrounds. And some of our listeners that may be listening to this episode 
maybe really having a hard time. They could be struggling, you know, in, in their faith, struggling with circumstances, situations, and maybe they've lost a loved one, you know, right now. is They just don't feel very joyful, you know. Maybe they've got a health issue going on. I mean, recent, one of our friends lost his mother. I mean, she passed away. And, you know, it's hard when, you know, these kind of things happen anytime. But around this time of year, it's really hard, too. But do you have any words that the Lord has laid and impressed on your heart for those who may be struggling, who are listening to this podcast? I know that holidays are hard for a lot of people. Uh, And my precious aunt just lost her mother uh, three or four days ago. And and you always have to stop and go, wow, that that just, it pulls on your heartstrings and it it makes you, it makes you, makes you sad. But what makes me glad again is to know and understand that God has them in his arms and he's called them back home. This planet is not where we live. This is only where we have our physical bodies. This is where we survive. And then we go home. We all have a home in heaven and God is there and he is there to receive our our loved ones. And with a little bit of blessing and a little bit of grace, mercy, our God is going to call us home too. And we'll all be back together. In God's timing, it won't be long. Okay. Anything else, Sandy, that you might want to share for our listeners today? I, I would just encourage everyone to, to stop what you're doing for a moment, look around and grab up somebody that you love and give them a hug. It's just time goes by so fast. If you have somebody you want to say, I love you to do that. Stop and do it right now. Thank you, Sandy. And thank you again for your faithful service to Altered Stories Ministry. You have really blessed the ministry and I'm looking forward to sharing with our listeners your God story next time we released our next episode so thank you so now friends it's my pleasure to introduce my next guest and she's pretty awesome and she's a dear friend and a former compassion international co-worker and she's from colorado springs colorado and her name is brenda curls brenda is also our Altered Stories Ministry Board Secretary. So welcome to the show, Brenda. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks, Michelle. Is there anything else about yourself you'd like to share, Brenda? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. I am the mother of one son who was adopted. He was my gift, um, our gift from the Lord. Okay. Well, so Brenda... Uh, can you share with our listeners around the world what Christmas means to you? Yeah, it really is a time of celebrating the birth of our Savior Jesus. While we worship and we serve him day to day, this is a day when we recognize the full meaning of his coming to save us through his death and resurrection that it's through that action, that sacrifice he made, so we don't have to. So that's really what it means to me, and the time to share that joy with others. That's beautiful, Brenda. And 
I'd also like to hear from you what scripture maybe resonates with you or what is your favorite scripture that you might want to share with our listeners. Yeah, my all-time favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12. And it's very common, but it just applies. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. That is so comforting, no matter when, but especially if you're feeling down and challenged during the Christmas season. Maybe you've had a lot of stuff that's happened around the Christmas season. So that's negative memories. But God knows your plan. He has a plan. He does have a plan. And that's very, very encouraging. And Brenda, what kind of songs do you listen to around this time of year? Oh, I love all of the different Christmas, Christmas songs. Um, I'm a little bit like Sandy and Joy to the World really is my favorite Christmas song. Because when you just really think about it, you think about the lyrics, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. He has come. Our Savior has come. And let earth receive her King. The Savior reigns. We can can get excited about that and repeat that sounding joy. We want to tell others let others know that there's a God and that Jesus is with us and wants to walk with us to walk with him and he rules with truth and grace and so sometimes we don't see a lot of truth in our world but God will rule with truth and grace so that's that's my favorite one well that's never heard it quite that way so it's very I love the way that you're talking about it and uh, it's very to me it really is a blessing when you think of that song that way so very joyful and you know Brenda there are a lot of people that are struggling I mean you've personally have gone through some trials and challenges too and you know we all have we all do but for those that may be you know just having a hard time this season from your perspective what words do you have to maybe encourage those listeners that need encouragement definitely um with covid it's been a tough almost you know year and a half plus at this point many have had losses personally i lost my sister last year on christmas day and so it's hard but you know what God has a plan. He had a plan for my sister. He's a plan for me. He has a plan for everybody listening to this. And it's to prosper us and give us a hope for our future. I know where my sister is and I will see her again someday in heaven. Um, All we need to do is really call on him, listen to him. So as you're struggling, you are really struggling during this season. In your tough journeys, God is still at work in all of it, all to our good. And we may not see it. We may not understand it until we're on the other side of the crisis. But when we can see what he did as he and he saved us, sometimes we get to the other side of a, tri- a trial 
and we realize that truly he spared us from something worse. So just be encouraged and know that he really wants to prosper you and give you hope. So put your hope in Jesus. Precious words, Brenda. Thank you. And thank you so much for blessing the ministry of Altered Stories and helping us keep our minutes and our meetings together and just putting up with a lot of our craziness in our meetings. So, but we do thank you. We love having you part of the team. And I'm grateful that you're here today to share a little bit more with our listeners about who you are. So now fans and friends and listeners and all of you out there, it's time to hear from my Casey friend and awesome, awesome gal. And her name is Janine Eddins. And she's the Altered Stories Ministry Treasurer, and of course, a former podcast guest where she shared her God story. If you haven't heard her God story from beauty to ashes, from it, I think that's the name, Janine. <laughs> um, you need to listen to it. It's episode 50. So let's chat with Janine. How are you, Janine? I am good. How are you? Doing good. good. Here in the Kansas City area, warm, warm, oh, yeah. warm. It was warm today. <laughs> Is there anything else about who you are that you'd like to share? I know some of those that are listening may have already listened to your God story, but anything new? Uh, no, nothing new, but I am a, um, uh, a wife of an awesome husband. I have three kiddos, one that's 32, one that's 28, and one that is nine. Um, uh, boy, girl, girl. And uh, But one little interesting or kind of funny, quirky thing about, it's not really about me, but when I was younger, so when I was from about two years old until about 11, uh, we lived in Hawaii. And Every year, we had an artificial Christmas tree because they just didn't have Christmas trees in Hawaii. So when we moved back to the mainland, it was exciting getting a real Christmas tree. Uh, and then that was in California, so that was kind of funny too. Um, and so now I live in Kansas, and the last few years we've had, you know, I've, I've pretty much had a real Christmas tree. Well, this year I told my husband, I think we need to get an artificial tree <laughs> because I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I just don't want to deal with, you know, um, getting it and it, the needles and the watering it and not because I can't keep uh, any kind of plant alive. So, um, so yeah, so that's um, in Hawaii. We just had artificial trees and the cat would uh, oh. it, knock it over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Love the story. So, what does Christmas mean to you, Janine? Well, Christmas to me means, it means family, but obviously Jesus is the reason for the season, okay? And I, um, I, I, I think, unlike you all, I did not become a Christian until I was 33 years old. I got saved and I was adopted into Jesus' family, into the into this wonderful um, family of God. And so 
just want to quickly read this scripture that I, I kind of like when we were talking, you know, it kind of came to me, but it's, it's uh, Ephesians 1, 3 to 6. And the reason that I'm reading this is because I didn't always feel this way. And there may be some people out there right now that don't feel this way. You know, um, I guess um, I don't want to assume that everybody that's listening to us is a Christian or is saved or might be somebody that is, but there's somebody in the background that's listening. That's not, um, I wasn't always a Christian all my life, but this says, um, it's in Ephesians. It's, it says how blessed is God and what a blessing he is. He's the father of our master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing him long before he laid down earth's foundations. He had us in mind you you uh, us okay um had he had us in mind had settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love long long ago he decided to adopt us into his family through jesus christ pleasure he took in planning this he wanted us to enter in celebration of his lavish gift giving by the hand of his beloved son it really, really struck me when I when I was um, a new Christian that I was adopted and uh, that uh, in this way, and which is interesting because um, I know that Brenda had said that she, her son, she adopted her son. And so I have my, uh, I was adopted by my stepdad. Um, and then when he passed away many, it's been, it's been a while, um, but it's still hard. Christmases are very hard for me because he's what kind of made our Christmas. And so it's, he died a week, a week before Christmas. So when he was gone, I kind of felt, you know, just as you have this empty space. So then later in life, when I became uh, a Christian and just, it was just so awesome having that knowledge that I, I have been adopted all along, even before my stepdad had, had adopted me. I, I've, I've been adopted. That wasn't the scripture. That's not my favorite. I was just like thinking, okay, we've been adopted. There's like so many scriptures, but so, so where were we at? <laughs> <laughs> well, you went through about three of the questions. So <laughs> this is all good. This is all good. So how about a favorite Christmas song? Um, okay. So I have two, uh, one is traditional Christmas song is well, and that kind of, I have to kind of back up a little bit, sorry, but because I read that scripture, but that's not the scripture that is my favorite scriptures. I mean, it's a good one, but it's not the one I was, you know, and um, around Christmas time, this time of year, um, one of, I obviously I love the story um, about the, um, the shepherds hearing about the angel comes down and says, hey, this is what's going on. There's going to be a savior that's born and he's going to be, you'll know because he'll be in the manger with, you know, swaddling clothes and, and they're like, whoa, what's going on? There's all this stuff going on, right? And so that is actually in the book of Luke, chapter two, verse eight through 20. And I just want to read it out of the message because I love the wording in the message. Um, and it gets to my favorite part and my favorite scripture, especially at this time of year. But it says, there were sheep herders camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. 
Suddenly, God's angels stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce the great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A savior has just been born in David's town, a savior who is Messiah and master. This is what you're to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises, glory to God in the heavenly heights, peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the sheep herders talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. All who heard and the sheep herders were impressed. This is my favorite part, but I had to read all that to get to here. Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them dear deep within herself. The sheep herders returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they had been told. So my favorite part is the fact that all this stuff's going on and people are just like, hey, oh my God, oh my goodness, you know, what's going on? Let's go check it out. This is what they said, you know, and they're like, really? You know, let's go check it out. And they go and there's all this stuff going on. And Mary is just taking this all in and she's probably just tuned everything out and she's just pondering and uh, the new international version and I think in the King, King James version as well she's pondering she ponders all this and so pond so when we ponder something we're thinking or considering um quietly right and deeply so I love that about her um because I think I get that overwhelmed at Christmas time. And um, so also that ties in that my favorite traditional Christmas song is What Child Is This? And so kind of ties in with that scripture, the first uh, verse or stanza, it says, what child is this who lay to on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping. So I just picture the whole scripture when I think of that song um, and just her holding baby Jesus and just pondering like, what, you know, she's like, what just happened? You know? Um, so that's, that's, that's my favorite Christmas time scripture. That's my favorite Christmas song that is traditional. Now, Michelle, I do have a favorite song. That's not so traditional and because i am a mama as all of you are um and there's probably a lot of uh young moms out there that have younger children and just even not i mean just the whole hustle and bustle of this christmas right because jesus is the reason for the season however we have family that we're having over we have trees artificial right trees that we have to get and you know, and maybe cards that we have to write and stuff, and it just gets overwhelming. So Amy Grant 
wrote a song or sang a song, not sure she wrote it. It's called I Need a Silent Night. I think it's called I Need a Silent Night. And the main part of the song, the the what the repeat, I guess, it's and this is how I feel, you know, especially when you have like little kids that just can't wait for Christmas, they're just waiting and waiting and everything just gets crazy. It says, I need a silent night, a holy night, to hear an angel voice through the chaos and the noise. I need a midnight clear, a little peace right here to end this crazy day with a silent night. So I have been there, done that, even when it's not Christmas, but sometimes I just have to sit in the car, listen to that, like in the garage. Like if it's all crazy, I go in the garage, in the car, shut the door and listen to this, listen to the song because it definitely hits the spot. So that's kind of my favorite, my two favorite songs and my Christmas time. Well, thank you, Janine, for being so real and sharing your heart and giving us a little bit of variety. (laughs) (laughs) And now you did talk a little bit um, to those that may be struggling with chaos, you know, too much overwhelm, but Maybe for those that might just be struggling, you know, just with the whole, you know, the whole financial piece of, of Christmas, you know, you, you, you do help us and you steward our finances here at Altered Stories Ministry, but any words of wisdom for those that, you know, I do think we need to speak to this some too because it can be financially overwhelming for some people, you know, just because maybe they lost their job, they've had setbacks, things like that. And, you know, they don't want to disappoint or let down their family members. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, uh, first of all, I think that they're not alone. And I think we've all been there where we or there. Um, And I think the number one thing is not to put pressure on yourself and also remember what we were talking about before, you are adopted into God's family, okay? And I think that there are plenty of gifts that you can give somebody without spending one cent. There's the gift of telling somebody about what Jesus has done in your life, just like what Altered Stories does. There's the gift of time, is just sitting and listening to somebody in a nursing home or listening to somebody that really just needs an ear to listen. You can get a brown paper bag and write a card or a blessing on it. I mean, you don't, there's so many things that are probably uh, better, you know, than than spending money, you know. But I th- I know for me, I value time. If somebody takes time for me, that is, that is super special because they know, you know, just to sit and have a conversation, look at, look at them in the eye and just in that time. Um, And there's no, there's definitely no shame in that. There's nothing wrong with that. There, I I would prefer that. I mean, there's a lot of things that I prefer than a store-bought gift, you know, Um, you can, like something that you already have around the house. Um, you know, so I think that there is a lot that Christmas is not bought. It's already been paid. Jesus already, it's already, it's already done. 
you know, so just remember that you're adopted and you can share the gift of Jesus Christ with somebody and you can give them your time. Love it. Preach, sister, preach. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, friends, now my last guest tonight is my dear friend and Blaze and Dutch podcast sidekick host. It's a new sports podcast. And her name is Teresa Blaze. You heard a little bit from her. Um, Her and her husband, Michael, are sponsoring our show tonight. Uh, Teresa is also a podcast host of another podcast, Unresolved Life. She's an author and our very own volunteer blogger and a former podcast guest. And you can hear her God story on episode nine. So welcome, Teresa. Anything else you want to share about yourself that I haven't? I'll just uh, thank you for that wonderful introduction, and uh, I guess I'll just add I'm a, I'm a mom of a special needs uh, teenager. I can't believe she's a teenager. Heaven help me. <laughs> and uh, we have three felines that make our house very interesting. Okay. Monkey. Monkey, Rascal, and Abby. Monkey and Rascal earned both of their names because... Uh, Rascal earned his because everybody kept calling him as a kid. Speaking of, I've got a cat at my foot. But everybody kept calling him when he was a kitten. You little rascal! And Monkey, (laughs) well, she just climbs everything, including me. (laughs) Well, that's the cat that's on your picture, right? That I share on the Uh, blog that Michael... There's a couple of your cats. Yeah, depending on on what color is she. Ah... I don't know. She's a tiger cat. Tiger. Uh, is it gray or is it tan? Gray. Gray. Uh, no, nope. That's rascal. That's rascal. Okay. All right. Well, so Teresa, what does Christmas mean to you? I will be honest. Christmas has a lot of conflicting meaning for me. Like my husband and I, we are Messianic. And so we don't necessarily celebrate Christmas for what it would traditionally be celebrated for. We actually celebrate Hanukkah, but then we attribute Christmas celebrations to be with family. We do recognize and celebrate the birth of Yeshua Jesus because that is, you know, that's what it needs to be acknowledged because, you know, he came to pay a price. He came to live a life that we could not live, a, a completely perfect life. And he died a death that all of us would deserve. Okay. And so it's Hanukkah now, right? Yes. The kickoff of Hanukkah? Mm-hmm. Is yes, it today. is. Right. No. Okay. No, it was a couple of days no, ago. No, was it? Was it too? Okay. All right. So why don't you share, even though you, you know, you don't formally recognize, or you didn't say you didn't recognize that you don't celebrate, you know, the same here, but tell us kind of your favorite this season, your favorite scripture and songs. For me, I really like around this time, uh, you know, some of my favorite like songs that that touch on things. I like Mary, Did You Know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would someday walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? 
Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Yeah, I really like that song. I love the melody, and it just really stops and makes you think. As far as scriptures, the one that I really, it's not so much one that you might think of as Christmassy or or around this time, but it really resonates with how I kind of look at things. Uh, And it's found in Isaiah 118. I think it might be, yeah, I think it is 118. But it says, come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. You know, and this is, you know, God is trying to call Israel back to repentance. And in this case, he's like, look, let's talk about this. And I really like, now I love the whole verse, but I really like the first portion because it's God saying, inviting everybody, if you've got an issue, come, let's talk about it. It don't matter what it is. I, you know, I'm God. I've seen it all. I can handle it. I got big shoulders. Come, let's reason together. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk to several listeners in other, maybe countries, Teresa, that, you know, are maybe struggling, you know, in, in their life in different cultures. I mean, we know that Brenda knows a lot about a lot of different cultures because she's traveled a lot all over. Um, and, you know, Teresa, I know you and I have always talked about the global audiences and different people, you know, listening, but not everybody lives the same way that we do culturally, you know, depending on where, you know, the a listener may be. I mean, they could be, you know, um, a country that isn't a free country, you know, they could have a lot more um, constraints on them. But what words do you have for maybe a listener or two that's not able to freely worship Jesus, worship, you know, and, you know, they they are a believer. Words that you may have? Yeah, I would love to talk to that. I may not live where you live, but I am, I can kind of relate to it to a degree with being um, restricted. I did not become a Christian until I was a teenager, but I grew up in a very agnostic, uh, worldly home. And when I came to follow Christ, I had to do so knowing that it would cause a lot of strife within my home. You may have made the choice to follow him, and you may do so even at the risk of your life. Or maybe you do so, maybe you live in an honor-shame culture where following Christ is dishonorable. It's not, it's not, look, it's frowned upon. uh, And that's putting it mildly. Let me encourage you, no matter what they say, no matter what they do, you've chosen the better thing, the better path. Yeshua Jesus says that if anyone loves mother or daughter or father or anyone else, any family member more than me, they're not worthy of me. I'm not saying to disown your family. Obviously, they're your, your family and you love them dearly. I would say pray for them. Uh, Yeshua also says to pray for those who despitefully use you and pray for those who, who persecute you because they're not after you. They're after the one that lives inside of you. I know it's hard. Been there. But I can tell you right now, 
if you love the Lord, you can't not obey him. I remember when God told me I had to make a choice. I could stay where I was at and do what he had called me to do, or I could go back home because I was uh, visiting a friend, and I could go back home and be put on the shelf. Friend, I don't know what choice you're facing. I don't know what circumstance you're in, but I know that God is saying, obey, follow me. Don't worry about them. Let them handle their own. You follow me. Okay. Well, those are great words. And we thank you. And ladies, thank you all so much for joining me on this special episode. And it truly is special. And I hope you have a joy-filled Christmas season and a very Merry Christmas. And I want to continue to just ask God to bless you for all your great work and service um, helping Altered Stories Ministry and our mission of sharing Christian women God's stories so women around the world can hear them. And in closing, friends, I'd like to share these hope-filled words from Scripture. This is from 1 Timothy verse. One chapter one, verses 15 through 17 from the NIV. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now, to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Until the next show, friends, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org.